welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Today, I'm going to share a story with you. It's going to be a story of one of my most successful Amazon FBA products that ultimately I'm going to classify as a failure. I'm going to explain what I mean by that. I'll tell you basically what the product is. I'll tell you why it was so successful and why it fails, as well as what we can do to prevent this from happening again. So you basically get to learn from start to finish um, how I launched this product, why, what made it successful, and then ultimately what made it fail, as well as how you can avoid this. So you're learning directly from my experience. You don't have to experience it yourself. Hopefully you can avoid the downside and only experience the upside that I'm gonna be sharing with you. So let's get started. Real quick, I just wanted to plug the weekly giveaway that I run. If you would like to enter, it's completely free and two winners are gonna be selected. You'll each receive a license to Merch Titans Upload Automation, Merch Ninja Research Tools, All Sunsets, Premium Graphics, and Bubble Scout, the only Redbubble niche research and validation tool. You can find a link in the description. All right, so I told you I was gonna reveal the product to you guys, but can anybody guess by the blurred photo behind me? Uh, what this product is and you know what's funny is I actually uh, sold a couple different variations of it so I was selling on Amazon I know what the big reveal for anybody that doesn't sell on Amazon FBA you're probably like oh my god I want to see like what he was selling and think it's some amazing thing no it was super super simple I was selling these like plastic shot glasses you know like instead of a glass shot glass which I well actually it's in the name isn't it glass um but they do sell disposable plastic shot glasses and I was one of the people selling them on Amazon. Now, it did not exactly grade out as a great opportunity. You know, if you follow pretty much any FBA course out there, including my own, when you're looking at like different criteria in what makes a good product or what makes a product that looks like it will be successful, this didn't exactly stand out. Um, I just kind of said, you know what, I'm just going to do it anyways. Um, So I did it (laughs) and it turned out to be a very fortuitous product. Um, Now, I don't think the listings that I ran are even on Amazon anymore, so I haven't sold this product in years. However, uh, and I'm gonna explain why that is, um, here's an example of what a a listing would look like, very similar to what I was selling. Uh, There was different counts. So, for instance, people sell them in low quantities, middle quantities, like 100 count, uh, as as many as I think I've seen, like 300 count. Um, So, when you list a product on FBA, you get to decide all the things like, do you want to sell a pack of 100, 200, 300? Typically, it's a best practice to look at what's out there, what's selling as a good indicator of what the um, customers want, right? And you can use best seller rank as your guide. The lower the BSR, the more sales they're getting. So that's basically what I did. Now, you'll notice you can sell a 100 pack of these for $8, right? And that's not very expensive. Typically, I think it's a good practice to sell products generally above like $10. However, it does all, you know, ultimately boil down to what you're paying for what you're selling. That includes like the unit cost. So it would be in this case, I'm not actually like thinking of, I'm not going to my supplier and saying, how much would you charge me for a hundred of these cups? I say, how much you charge me per cup? And then I'm going to order, you know, 50,000 of the cups and I'm going to ask them to bag it for me in the quantities I need. So I may order, you know, a hundred thousand of the cups and say, can you put a hundred in a bag? 
And uh, I remember when I was selling it, I even paid extra to have it like very professionally, like it was almost like ironed on. Um, I don't know how to describe it really, but like the bags that they came in felt very professional because otherwise, how else do you really distinguish yourself from the crowd that's selling these cups on Amazon? And plus, I mean, are most people going to be a repeat customer? Probably not. So does it really matter? No. But when they leave a review, I want them thinking, okay, five star because this felt like quality. So anyways, that's my story about selling these. And here's the part that really made it awesome. What made it one of my most successful products, the profit margins that I had built in. Now, I don't think I was selling them for eight bucks. I'm pretty sure I was selling them for like, I don't know, 10, 12, even 15. I don't remember exactly. However, profit margins were in the range of 32 to 48%. That is extremely rare on Amazon, or I don't know if it's extremely rare. It's rare though. Uh, As more people jump on Amazon to sell, you get a lot of people undercutting each other and hoping that they can offer the cheapest product, build up sales momentum, and then increase their price when they're like the rank number one organic uh, product. But here's the thing. You don't even need to do that. And and I mean, again, there's no like, like cookie cutter way of selling on Amazon. There's lots of different things you can do. But if you have like margins like this built into any product, what you can do is not be the cheapest product and then complete my sentence for me. I know somebody knows. Exactly. Advertise. If you have a 40 plus percent profit margin built in, you can still buy your way to the top of search results. And let's say it costs you 10% of your 40% profit margin. Well, you still keep 30% as profit and each sale that you get counts towards boosting your organic rank. So, you know, selling on Amazon is still very exciting. It's like a puzzle that doesn't necessarily only have a single solution. And, um, yeah, this product was very profitable, um, and it sold pretty darn well. It wasn't like making me rich, but let's just say, I don't, I don't remember. I could go back in time and look it up, but I don't, I didn't put that much prep into the video. Sorry. I mean, I I guess I could have, um, but let me just estimate that it was making me in the range of $600 to a thousand dollars a month. That's pretty good, right? Wouldn't you take an extra 600 to a thousand a month? Um, over the course of 10 months, 600 would be 6,000. So two more months, it's about $7,000 a year extra profit for what for selling like a product that virtually is completely automated and scalable once you set it up and launch it not bad right so all of a sudden amazon fba is not sounding so bad and i'm even showing you a real product that i actually sold now here's the downside oh yeah by the way i was gonna plug if you follow me on instagram which i will put in the description every day I i try to do it every day unless i'm like traveling I take a picture on my instagram story and i show you my daily profit from the day before it includes my sales and my profit. So in this software that I use, it's from Jungle Scout. I can also link to that in the description. And you can use this for um, FBM, print on demand, uh, just as well as FBA. You can use it for all of your Amazon sales. But I put a picture every single day on Instagram if you want to check that out. And I'll put a link to the software in the description. But here was the problem that I dealt with that ultimately led me to abandoning this product. And uh, it's one that can be avoided, but I'm just going to walk you through the problem first. Uh-oh. And I know somebody knew it was coming. Yes, I had, um, some people call them hijackers. Here's the thing though. Everybody that jumps on your Amazon listing is not necessarily a hijacker because this is how Amazon intended for their catalog to work. (laughs) The only thing is like they should be selling the exact same product. Now, in the case of what we're talking about, I did mention that like my, the way mine were bagged was like about as nice as you could get it done. And chances are the people that jumped on my listing were not doing that. 
But either way, there's not anybody that's really enforcing that because think of the scale of Amazon's catalog. It's not reasonable. They don't really even attempt to. So ultimately, my product was easy to replicate and they had recently kind of opened the doors up to um, really, I'll just say internationally, but a lot of the manufacturing goes on in Asia and a lot of the Asian sellers were able to jump on and kind of replicate a lot of simple products and create offers and then ship them out and maybe they're the manufacturer. So all of a sudden you may have been competing with the manufacturer and they can basically sell it for dirt cheap. Now they may get into issues with like, if they're not doing FBA and they're doing FBM and it's shipping from overseas, yeah, if shipping doesn't get there in time, it could get them in trouble. This is all like, I don't wanna make this video go on forever, so we'll save that for a different day. A lot has changed since, uh, since the time period that I'm referring to. But anyways, a lot of people jumped on my listing and just kept undercutting me. Like you can actually pay for software that will constantly reprice your product so that you have the cheapest one. Like you see the one at the top there, 21.98. They undercut the 21.99 and the 21.99 again. Um, you can actually just have software battle it out and constantly reprice by a penny because typically the cheapest offer gets the uh, buy box, which means that when someone hits add to cart, they get to sale. So it's just something that everybody deals with and I had to just call it quits eventually because I didn't wanna play that game and constantly be repricing and stuff like that. Now I did promise I would also share a solution that I wish I had done back then, but you live and you learn, like this product that I was selling was one of the first products that I had launched. Um, wasn't the first, but I still consider it like in that kind of upswing of my FBA business. So you can use Amazon's brand registry to fend off people selling imitations of your products. Now, it's not a perfect science, but it does. it is a very strong deterrent of keeping hijackers off your listing. And you can actually use Amazon's IP accelerator to get into brand registry very quickly. Otherwise, you have to kind of file your own trademark, and the trademark must be registered. And any of my print-on-demand subscribers, I know you understand the difference between filing one that may say live and actually having a registered trademark, which is actually required because without that registration ID, you will not get into brand registry. So IP Accelerator, if you go and do that in Seller Central, you can actually get into brand registry in about two weeks. Even though your trademark won't be live, because you did it through the IP accelerator and because Amazon got extra money because you did that, um, you can actually get your trademark, which is still going to take the same amount of time, but you can get into brand registry in two weeks, just about. Now, sometimes you can also get access to Amazon Project Zero. The reason I say sometimes is because like I was able to get beta access for one of my brand registered brands. Like, so I was in there right away, basically. And with Project Zero, like I don't I don't know how long it's gonna take you. I can't really speak to that, but like I was lucky. And with Project Zero, you can actually, like, you have to abide by the rules, but you can self-police your listings. So if somebody, like, tries to hijack your listing, you can literally kick them off. Pretty cool, right? But you cannot abuse it. You have to read the rules, and they make you take a quiz before they give you that power. So if you um, misuse it, you, you definitely probably lose the, the ability to do that. So the last thing I wanted to wrap up with, guys, anybody that's still with me that's not doing FBA, like most people when they think of FBA, they think of that product on the left. Some like crazy complex um, coffee making, you know, this is just an example product, but it's like something that is like top of the line that like you made custom and now you're the only one on Amazon selling it and you know, maybe you'll get rich selling it and like, yeah, like that's one way of doing FBA. But if you don't have the time to do that, what I described to you about selling these like little ass cups, like simple cups, right? That anybody can do with no customization other than like, I was like, Hey, can I get like nicer packaging? And they were like, yeah, it's going to cost you more. I was like, all right, fine. I've got like a four and I didn't tell them, but it's like, I've got like a 45% profit margin built in. 
I'll pay extra for it. You know, what's it going to cost a penny? You can sell these guys and take home that extra 600 to a thousand dollars a month. Right? Like, and I'm not saying it could be more than that. It could definitely be less than that. Right. You could lose money doing FBA. I'm not trying to say that that doesn't happen for sure. It does. Um, but like, this is like path of least resistance, super simple. I'm helping my girlfriend launch a product right now. That's basically the equivalent of this product in that it is incredibly easy to, um, to, to sell, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's like brain dead. It's super simple. By the way, she's also selling another product that's complementary to this, to what she's selling. And it's much, much more difficult. So she's doing two at once and kind of regretting the difficult one after seeing how easy the uh, other product that she's selling is that's complimentary. But anyways, guys, I'm just going to invite you to be open to the thought of doing FBA because it doesn't have to be difficult. You can actually be successful keeping it simple. And now that I'm going to wrap up the video, I did want to remind you that I have a seven-day Amazon FBA mini course that's actually really thorough that'll get delivered to your inbox one lesson a day. If you would like to take advantage of that, there's a link in the description. All I need is your email address. And I have an Amazon FBA Facebook group if you guys want to check that out. It's also linked to in the description. Last but not least, I spent over a year writing what I believe to be the most thorough Amazon FBA course in existence. If you would like to check that out, it's also linked in the description. I'm extremely proud of that course because I spent over a year and a lot of uh, Saturdays in the office by myself in the dark working on the course, which um, again, took me a long, long time, but I'm proud of it. Um, So yeah, check that out. Link in the description. And that's it for this video, guys. I appreciate your time. Hopefully um, you liked the video. If you did, let the YouTube algorithm know by hitting that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed and you want to do so, that would be awesome. Thanks for watching. I'll see you soon.